This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Uh, we have a very special show for you today. And the reason I had to do this, I only met her a couple of days ago, but it's because it's Christmas time, and it's important that we start getting into the spirit. And And the, the guest we have today is an author. She's a, a speaker. She's a coach. And we're going to talk to her in just a moment. She has written a book that will make you cry. It'll make you be happy. It really is cool. And it's a real, honest-to-goodness, verified story. So I hope you'll stay with us for that. But first, I got to talk to Eric. How are you, young man? (laughs) Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. You know, I know that we and we dropped a, a little hint on Friday that we were going to talk to you about the album you have coming out. But as yeah. it so happens, it's coming out January 5th and I that have a date on January 5th. And so I thought we'd have a date together on January 5th. What do you think? That sounds great to me. That's promoted on the day that it's available rather than a month in advance when people can't get it. It makes total sense. Exactly. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about is, do you need a fishing license to go fishing in the atmospheric river? You know, I think if uh, a fish is floating through the air, it's fair game whether you have a license or not. So, well, tell everybody, (laughs) tell everybody if they're not aware of it, what we get to look forward to this week. Oh, yes. We've got uh, quite a bit of rain uh, throughout the whole week with looks like just a part in that uh, on Friday where we actually may see a little more sunshine, but then back to some light rain for the weekend. So but the the positive news, of course, is that it's warmer. So today we're seeing a high of around 57 degrees, which for December is pretty decent for the northwest. So it'll be wet, but a little bit warmer. So it's a warmer rain rather than that the cold rain we normally get. That's right. Got to be breezy as well. So, uh, you know, do be prepared. Yeah, you know, folks could lose power. So it's always good to have those precautions uh, ready to go. And they also, you know, um, are talking about flooding. And that's true too. Make sure that you do not go through a puddle. Because you can't well, see. Well, you can't help but go through a puddle, but you don't want to go through the ones that look more like lakes or ponds than uh, puddles. <laughs> exactly, because you can't see the bottom of it. So you're not exactly sure what you're going to find when you go into it. So, you know, uh, take your time, stay away from that kind of stuff. It's going to pass, right. it's going to go away. So that's right. So thank oh, you. Clear those gutters too. If you, oh, if you see a, yes. a blocked up gutter, always a good idea to clear that because a lot of leaves can accumulate now on gutters uh, being the fall. So a uh, good idea. If you see a gutter backed up, uh, clear that, clear those leaves. Both on your house and in the street. Um, That's right. You know, and you can, you can save everybody a lot of hassle of, uh, of a lake forming because the uh, gutter got clogged. Good point. So in any event, uh, Eric, I have to tell you, I am so pleased to have the guest that we have today. Um, The original uh, film of this on YouTube 
went viral and it's been uh, viewed well over four and a half million times. Um, she's written the book about that entire episode. And I tell you, and during the course of the interview, we'll give you the uh, uh, link so that you can go look at the original video. It, I promise you, will make you cry. Um, it is it is a very powerful thing. And uh, so I want to bring uh, Jackie Haley on now, if we can. Yes, hello. Jackie, how are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. Well, I got to. Well, first of all, I got to thank uh, Tracy Lamore uh, because yes. she is she works with you and yes. um, she contacted me. I've worked with her for the last couple, three years and she and she gave me your information. And it was like now normally how it goes for us is we have a 15 minute pre-production meeting. We get to know each other and and stuff. But I wanted to I don't have any other dates left in December to yeah. put you on the radio and i wanted to get this done before christmas not after christmas it's a very timely piece in this in this season so it makes perfect sense i'm 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 excited we're gonna have some fun on this show <laughs> yes we are and first of all i gotta tell everybody what is it like when you can put on your website yeah well i've been on abc i've been on cbs so i've been on fox i've been on nbc and uh um, what's it like being able to go to, to all of these places and sit in the green room and all that kind of thing? It, it's truly humbling. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a birth by fire thing. Uh, after this book is released, um, I, I've had two other books out, but this book particularly being a true story, um, and the basis behind it. And I got to laugh when you were talking about how the video makes people cry, then, you know, I kind of lead into that's my job now as I make people cry. Um, but it usually, usually I like to tell them too. it's, 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 they cry because they're, it's so inspirational and it, but it's fun, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience being able to share this strong message with the masses, with people that truly are out there just looking for that inspiration, looking for that awareness. And, and there are people out there, this book and this story specifically there is a woman in Germany that said this book saved my life or this story, this woman saved my life. And I'll, I'd be happy to share that story too, but it's, it's just humbling the whole experience. It has to make you feel really good. First of all, I got to tell everybody that you're a coach, you're an author. You've got a couple other books that have done really well. And you so well, in fact, that a gentleman by the name of David came to you one day and now I, I don't want to massacre his last name. So could Schmitz. you give us David's last name? Schmitz, David Schmitz. David Schmitz. Yeah. And he came to you and he said, I want you to write a book. Did you know him ahead of time or was this kind of like surprise? You know, it's, it's, we were in the same community and we have children about the same age. In fact, the um, son, the youngest, um, Brenda's youngest child is about the same age as my youngest child. So, um, there was a connection there within the community in sports and things like that with school, but I didn't really particularly know him. I was releasing my second book, True Silent. Um, and actually, I mean, I have two, and these are fiction novels, Crystal Beach and True Silent. So these are my two and they're, they're not nonfiction at all. So when he came up to me and said, Hey, I've got a story about my family. It's pretty cool. I didn't know you wrote books, but I love this. And, and I'd like to talk to you about that. I was a little, a little apprehensive just 
because of a fiction versus nonfiction is a very different way of writing and a different way of sharing a message. Not only that, but it's family of real people that you want to make sure you do that justice, right? So that's a lot of responsibility to be able to portray the characters that really truly are there, that are real people versus writing fiction where I'm like, oh, I can just make this girl snarky today because I feel like it, you know? <laughs> you can't really do that with, with the, uh, the Brenda's wish. So um, when I met with them, when I met with David in particular, um, that was when he told me, he said, yes, my wife had passed from ovarian cancer. And before she passed away, she wrote a letter, unbeknownst to me, he said, she gave it to a friend. She said, when my husband finds a new wife to take care of our four boys, please send this into the radio station, Star 12.5 Christmas Wish Program. Please send this letter in. And so two years after she had passed away, that is when David walks into the radio station and hears the words of his late wife for the very first time since she passed. <laughs> when I was watching the video, it was like, oh, no. Don't, don't, don't read that. Don't read that on the, oh, that's, that's going to be, oh, good Lordy. That's going to be um, amazing. He was genuinely, honestly having a lot of emotion, but so was the narrator. And so was a lady who read the book. She could barely get it out. You know, when they actually did that over hours, that interview over hours, because they all, Three of them, um, Ken and Colleen and David, all had to stop and have their moment and then come back and then keep going and then stop because someone else would cry. And so that was a very difficult interview for all three of them to be in there and be involved just because it was so real. It was so raw and it was something that David was unprepared for. Um, I think that brings that I think that brings that personality of Brenda and what she was willing to do for her family. She looked beyond her life and wanted to do something for her family and show them it's okay to get over this. It's okay to move on. It's okay to have another person come in and take care of you and, and welcome that with open arms um, for her to do that. Um, I think we could all just learn a little bit of that from that lesson and that, that joy that she was able to help her family move forward. She struck me and, and obviously I've never met her, but uh, she struck me as being an extraordinarily strong human being, wife and mother, and was able to look past. And because as it came out during the interview, their youngest child was two years old when she passed away he was just over a year when she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and 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 to lose your your child because she was dying uh at two years old is is really hard and 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 then 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 the the part about the new the new mom who who came in and became a a and this two-year-old child walked up to her one day and and I know that we, it's in the book, but and it just it got me when he when he said, "Will you be my mom now?" Mm-hmm. And everybody broke down, and it was it was it was one of those life moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I, I getting back to you now when you when he came up to you when david came up to you and said i got this story about this family and would you write this you know would you look and you went home and looked at the video what did you think well i had my own emotional moment <laughs> i can imagine watching that um you know I, I i took down some notes uh when in our first meeting um i took down notes of what he was looking for he said he had three wishes for this book and the three wishes were he wanted to be inspirational. He wanted to be faith-based and he wanted it to raise awareness for ovarian cancer. That really truly is the message, not only of this amazing selfless act that Brenda did and the wish she had for her family, but also here's how I experienced this, this entire journey and how they went, how they got through it and how they've moved forward. Um, and also how to be aware of your own symptoms as as you are progressing as a woman with ovarian cancer, you need to, what are some of the, the triggers? What are the, some of the things you can see? So in doing that, I knew I'd have to do a lot of research. And so that was intimidating, but also the big responsibility was that I really had to think about after that meeting and go home and watch that, um, was making sure that I portrayed her as the character as the main person that I've never met before, I wanted to do it justice. I wanted to make sure they were happy with the story, that it was accurate. So that was a big responsibility. And, and I was so glad after watching the video, I called my mother and I said, I, something just happened to me today. And this is, this is gonna, this is something I'm, I've got to do. Um, my mom and my my stepfather watched the video and my mom that's always saying, you know, slow down, you're doing too much, blah, 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 quit, take a break, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm, I kind of do that, <laughs> but too much. We all put too much on our plates, I suppose. Um, but she said, well, you're, you're going to do this. Right. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so now did you have any, because of the fact that this, this video uh, went viral. And it, uh, at that time it had four and a half million views. Do you know how many views it has to date? I think it's still hovering around four and a half, but it keep it continues to increase 4.6 million, I think is the, the latest number right now. I believe. Which is, which is huge. Now, when you decided to take on this project, you had to know that what it was going to do to media and that everybody and his brother or sister was going to ask you to be on their show and stuff. Were you prepared for that whole thing to go out there? Because that, that not only is hard on you, it's hard on your family and it's, it's a big responsibility. It, it has, you know, we've been lucky to, um, I mean, I had some of this, I've been traveling the country, representing my books, doing other things with the first two books. So I've been kind of in the groove on um, the publishing, the writing books, publishing. My family has been super supportive. Uh, they are amazing family members. Um, I have two sons and my husband. Um, they, they're, they're proud, they're happy, and they, they like to share the experience with me too. So I've been very humbled by that. Um, Really, Brenda's wish uh, with the awards coming out that I received from that and the national um, and and the NBC and CBS, um, CBS actually came out to my house to do an interview 
Um, and this is COVID time, which is was very interesting. Um, we were actually having to do the interview in our front yard. So I was like, oh, I'm glad I got plants today. <laughs> glad I got everything put away. But um, it was, it, it, they've been very supportive. It's been a, a great experience and kind of a seamless, it just ramps up. I, I get new new interviews, new things going on all the time. And uh, so far, so good. They haven't, they haven't complained too much yet <laughs> that I've been gone. We know the biggest thing that you have that this book has afforded you because of your writing skills and being able to put it together is you are helping people change their lives and live their lives a little bit better. And uh, people who read the book and, and, and they'll find their way to it when it's right time for them. And uh, congratulations on taking on this project because it's, it's a big deal. And, and when I got your information from Tracy, it was like, I had the same reaction everybody else had. I have to have this person on my show as soon as possible. Thank you. Yes. It's, it's been amazing. You know, I haven't, um, David's gone through, so much himself with when this video hit went viral. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but he had 42,000 Facebook friend requests after that aired. 42,000. He had to shut down his account. And they had 440 media contacts to the radio station asking for David asking for him to come on. And, and it was anywhere from Ellen DeGeneres to, to morning, good morning, America, the today show, everybody covered it. So it, it was, I mean, just last, uh, just a few months ago, we had uh, someone in Tokyo asking for a follow-up because they covered that. Um, so it is definitely, um, that's been eye opening to see that visibility, but it's also, it's not surprising really, Kevin. I mean, this kind of a story is what people want to hear. They want to know about, they want to be inspired and they want to see, you know, what this person did such a selfless act for her family. And hopefully that brings positive thoughts and positive news. Yes, she lost her life, but she, before she, she was going out with a bang. She was going to go out and help her family on the way out. And, and in the meantime, um, you know, we're raising awareness for ovarian cancer, which is a, a, a new passion for me as well. I mean, I've been um, writing in any time. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian based person. So I, I feel like I've been steered this direction to help spread the word and help be um, be that inspiration. And so it's it's paid back in tenfold. <laughs> Well, and, and it's important because remember, she was pregnant during a good deal of the time that she was sick. And so it, and it never came up until after her son was born. Um, so there were symptoms that were being not, that were being either ignored or they didn't know. And, uh, and so that's, that's really an important aspect of what you're working for, because that, that's, that's a horrible way to die. When, when you have a young family like that and you've got four kids and you're going to, and, and your husband that you dearly love and, and stuff. And that she was not old. She was young. She um, was, yeah. In fact, she was my age right now. When she oh, that's, yeah. That's, she, that's um, 
she had symptoms, but they call it the silent killer because it, it, it really is what they say. And I, I've interviewed, you know, the doctors, the surgeons, nurses in around this um, terrible disease, but they, they say that, you know, it's, it's a surface cancer. So it spreads much faster to stage four spreading to other organs because it's on the outside. Um, with that said there, I mean, there aren't going to be uh, many times there aren't very big symptoms that really trigger, oh, hey, I think they have cancer right off the bat. And not only that, as far as a woman, when we have our annual checkups, um, there is no ovarian cancer test for uh, during our annual checkup. So oh my gosh, I had no idea. Really? Nope. And, and so if there are, um, at this point, if, if there are symptoms and you have to go check it, it's usually an ultrasound or some other test that you have to take to do that. So it's not really in an annual checkup. And so that was one thing I had learned. And I thought that was very important for women out there. If you're having symptoms, if they're lingering, if it's a stomach ache, you know, um, just abnormal symptoms that you have, frequent urination, things like that, pain um, in ab abdomen pain, stomach aches, um, less eating, um, weight gain. Those things are, if they're lingering around, I highly encourage anyone to get that checked out and make sure you're getting your the proper testing to make sure you're canceling out all the serious things like ovarian cancer. That's, that's one of the big messages there. Now, just as a thought in in your research did you find out whether or not if you go for your annual and you ask for a screening for ovarian cancer whether the insurance will pay for it i think mine did i think if you feel you might have some symptoms absolutely um but i think also i could be speaking out of turn <laughs> i'm not i don't i'm not in the insurance industry but um it did for me like I, I was very concerned about certain things and so that is one thing being top of mind that i went to and said hey i need to get tested for this and make sure that everything is good we're all okay and and i've been very lucky in that sense um but it can go very fast and and i'll tell you one thing kevin when if if you actually detect ovarian cancer in early stages um of, of ovarian cancer, your survival rate, they have it in the high 90s, not high 90% survival rate if you're in stage one or two. If you are in stage three or four, that that uh, survival rate percentage decreases to less than half. So that's where that big difference is to build that awareness, to understand what your body's telling you and uh, make sure you you get that, that testing done in, in an appropriate time. Well, I will say this. Because it's hard to detect, mm -hmm. I would say anytime that you have your annual, um, and if this is for the men out there too, if you're listening to this, tell your wife, go have that, demand that that gets checked just because it happens so fast. It does. It, it can be, you can be healthy and you can be gone in a year or less. She, she was from start to finish, uh, absolute normal day-to-day -day life to passing away in nine months. That's, that's like pancreatic cancer or one of the it, other it ones. It really is. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is so, so bad for, and it's hard to detect. Mm -hmm. So, so if check to make sure your insurance covers it, if it doesn't uh, tell your husband that he's covering it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's going to do it. He's going to care. He's going to do it. 
but yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting, you know, the, the impact that this story has made on the family as well. Um, the four boys that they have, they, they've grown up, they've, you know, this has been a few years since, the, since this happened, but um, they've grown up, they've had ovarian cancer awareness in parades, they're handing out bookmarks, they're handing out, you know, they're, uh, one of them that was in college was um, handing out bookmarks with his fraternity brothers and um, going to all of these uh, fundraisers, getting linked in with the organizations, National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, who actually did endorse um, Brenda's wish, as well as Mercy One Umbrella, which is the hospital where she was, uh, she spent her time. Um, they all make an impact and every little bit helps. And you never know what that's going to look like. You know, you go to a parade, you pick up some pamphlets and maybe they find their way to the trash, maybe not, but they get to the top of mind for a bit. And Kevin, there was this one, if I may tell a little story about this Please. one lady from Germany, she was flying. She went, she had family in Iowa. She went to a parade where part of the Schmitz family, their fraternity brothers in, in the college that one of the sons was going to got a bookmark and he was, she was uh, on the plane home and she kept that bookmark. And she happened to look at it. I think it was actually on her, on the plane ride home. And she's like, you know, I've had this, this stomach ache lately. Maybe I should go get that checked out. And she found out that she had ovarian cancer. And it was either stage one or two. I can't remember which one, but she survived it. And she said, I would have never known to get checked out and get this taken care of. If I wouldn't have had that po that that bookmark, she came back to Iowa and she actually went to find David and they found uh, they found him and she gave a big hug to him and said, this is I'm I'm alive today because of this. And so that's the impact of the awareness that that is just so moving. And I'll bet story. you he he seems like a, a, an emotional um, an emotionally uh, aware person. So he probably was crying at that point, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're all crying. But I got to tell you, it's it, and it is it is it's good and bad because I, I hate telling people I keep making them cry. Read my book. You're going to cry. But it is <laughs> it's it's a it's a good heartwarming in the fact that that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There's there's there are good things that can come out of every situation if you if you kind of search for them, if you kind of make that happen. And I think that's what Brenda did. She wanted to have that light for her family in this darkest day when she had to leave them and say, you know, it's going to be okay. It's okay to move forward. And um, that's been one thing that's inspired me to move forward with what, what I've been doing. And I, I actually help people. There are so many stories out there like this, Kevin, of people that are selfless, people that are doing random acts of kindness every day. And those are the ones I'd love to focus on because that brings a little bit more positive. And that's why I'm such a fan of your talk show. I, this is fantastic to be able to talk about the good things in life and what we can look forward to. We have something that we call um, Angels Among Us. And uh, if I run across a great story like this, we'll run it under kind of that banner because angels among us, there are some extraordinary people doing wonderful things that never get any notoriety for it. They just do it out of the goodness of their heart. And if we can help them 
and and help the community so if you know anybody who is doing some great work um kevin at kmmedia.pro and we'll get in contact with them and we'd love to have them on the show because we more than any time in my memory need acts of kindness and taking care of each other and being good to each other now more than ever um Absolutely. so so by the way we're talking with jackie haley she is an author and she's and please give us your website if you would please yes dream to author.com that's dream to t-o and by the way she also is a coach and a teacher and so if you want to be and if you want to write your uh, book if you want to do a screenplay, which I have not seen that, I, I've worked with a lot of people that are ears or I work with uh, poets, but I haven't heard a lot of people working with screenwriters. If you So if you've got a book that you want to turn into a screenplay, you need to call Jackie. And, uh, and can, they can just do that by going to your website, right? That is correct. And, and we have free events, free resources. I actually have a free strategy session so they can get on uh, schedule a 30 minute session with me and we can talk through their story specifically and say, okay, is it worthy of a book? Is it, is it a selling, uh, do you have a hook? What is the story about how, how are you going to lead through that journey? And I help people get through those big initial obstacles because really we, we struggle as, as writers We go, well, I don't know if, I have a lack of confidence. I don't know if it's good enough. I don't know if people would want to read what I write. Who am I to write something? And so there's that lack of confidence. There's also that lack of knowledge. That's the second obstacle. How do I start a story? How do I introduce a character? How do I, how do I make this actually flow where the reader, it makes sense to the reader, right? And then lack of time, of course, with our busy schedules every day, all of us, we have um, you know, if it's not kids to take care of, it's maybe we're volunteering at our church or maybe we're taking care of our house bills, apartment bills, you know, what have you. Um, we have our jobs to take care of. So it gets hard to think about writing an entire book and taking the time to do that. So I hope people get through all three of those obstacles and uh, write a successful book. That's the, they're all things that I wish I would have had over 15 years ago when I was writing my first book. That's where my passion is. It's like, I try not to have them go through the stumbling blocks that I had to, so. Well, and I'll tell you, there is a reason why David picked you. And that's because you are, you're, you're, you're a wonderful human being. Um, he knew that you would follow through and uh, the good Lord made it happen. And that's, that is so cool. That is, that is just so cool. By the way, again, we're talking with uh, Jackie Haley. Go to her website again, which is? DreamToAuthor.com. Now, when we come back, there's an angle to this story, which we haven't talked about yet, so I don't even know whether it's appropriate to bring up. But there was a person, a friend of hers, a friend of Brenda's, who had a piece of paper that she kept for two years without telling a soul. Uh, I'm curious to know if you interviewed her and if she has decided that she wants to stay anonymous and be quiet and probably so because it got a lot of publicity. But imagine your friend, your friend is dying and she comes to you and says, I 
know you, I love you, I care for you, and I know you love David as well, and I want you to hold these letters until he's ready to receive them in all their glory. What a responsibility. But when we're going to talk about that and more about this and where they got to go because the radio station did some extraordinary things for the family, for the doctors, for uh, for everybody that was involved, including the new mom. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW 1150 AM. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back. More with author Jackie Haley. Stay right with us, please. Thank you. Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please, I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place, and because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week, based on a 13-week commitment, and as our partner, we are vested in your success, and we'll do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro, and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions, and thank you for being in my dream.
welcome back to Positive Talk Radio right here on KKNW 1150 AM. And yes, yes, you are. You're part of my dream, whether you like it or not. So there, ha, because we've got a great guest here today. And by the way, I wanted to let everybody know and just remind you that you can go to kmedia.pro and we've got a, a, a place where you can go look at our magazine, which we've got a, a spring, summer, and fall um, version out. And you can go uh, download that. And, and it's got beautiful pictures. And it's about people in the area and that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's great fun. And you can also go to Bloom TV because we have a, a brand new uh, television show that's there and it is a creation of serenity tea and i get to do a guided meditation so it's all it's all really is a lot of fun so go to bloom tv and uh, you can sign up and get twenty dollars off by doing all caps holly berry that's h-o-l-l-y-b you know the rest and uh and we will look forward to doing that it's great fun doing what i'm doing and i get to talk to some of the most remarkable human beings on the planet one of them is with us today her name is jackie haley she's written the book um brenda's wish brenda's wish and it was in, in the christmas i believe it was uh, 2011 or 2012 that this happened 2011 yes and this was released actually um, years later. It was released in 2021. So that is um, that's where the story comes from. But yes, 2011. So I, I wanted to ask you, and and you kind of shook your head no. So I'm assuming that the person that was Brenda's friend who held the letters for a couple of years before she mailed it to the radio station would like to stay anonymous. Would that be a fair statement? Unfortunately, it was uh, it was advised to me by David. So I was I was going through his guidance, of course, on who do I interview? How do I get to know the people? How do I get to know you know everything? So I worked very closely with the husband, and he's like, that person will not reveal themselves to me. I have tried to every possible they even, angle. They won't even say to him who. No. And- the radio no station idea. won't won't get div- no. divulge that either. I wouldn't imagine. No, and, but the but the the radio station interview on the video, you can tell. I mean, he's just absolutely shocked. He's like, "How in the world did this happen?" Without me knowing, and he's he's just he's like, "I have to." <laughs> he's still. I have to get to the bottom of this. But yeah, he that person has not revealed uh, themselves. Uh, we we believe it to be a female friend of Brenda's. And that is all that he's aware of. He has a couple ideas, but they are not coming forward. So, well, you know, it's too bad because I was thinking that this could be a trilogy. This could be a uh, the the story between Brenda and her best friend or her friend that yeah. had and and the story of how that unfolded, and then also what the kids are doing now to support um ovarian cancer research and and help and to get the word out and stuff like that that would be a remarkable a remarkable thing for all of them so it truly is amazing you know this entire family they're they're very loving they've brenda has been such she was such a a beacon of hope and faith based and she just really led that family so well and the husband as well and and you know it, it was left up to david to continue that path and seek out, you know, how do we raise awareness? How do we inspire others? How do we take Brenda's story and really help others and, and reflect that positivity? 
And uh, I think he's been so busy doing that. He, he hasn't told his story um, part of it, but that would be a, a very good, that would be a great second edition. <laughs> be a great I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I did want to point out here um, because I've interviewed another remarkable human being. Her name is um, uh, uh, Jennifer Neff Hernandez and uh, or michelle neff hernandez excuse me and she's got a program that she, that's called the widows club and it is a group of she puts together widows and widowers who have the same experiences about life and how to continue on she lost her husband in a bicycle accident 15 years ago and stuff mm -hmm. so look up um michelle neff hernandez look up that that individual if you have lost somebody in your life and and it is it is so important that that we come together as people to to help folks that have you know i can't imagine losing if <laughs> I can't imagine losing somebody that you love that dearly and with, with Absolutely. and stuff like that, but, oh, but I don't know what I do. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. And it's, it's, but you know, the thing is, it's part of life. It is. And the th good that is coming out of this whole story is remarkable. It truly is, Kevin. I, um, and I've been, it's changed lives. It's changed my life uh, being able to, have the honor to write about someone so magnificent um, that really was an angel that walked the earth. And she left such an impact on so many people all over the world. Uh, they had, they had feedback comments, um, not only from the media, right? The big networks, the 440 media contacts that they had, but they also had comments on Facebook and things like that from the Netherlands, from Spain, from, um, the UK, from Tokyo, they uh, everywhere, Australia, they had people moved, so moved by this story that they were, they felt compelled enough to, to reach out to them on social media. And not the least of which was the radio. <laughs> can you, can you imagine yes. opening this letter at the radio station going, Oh, we've got another uh, submission for the, the Christmas giveaway and, and stuff. And then opening the letter and going, Holy crap. I can't believe that this is, that this is real. And then they did the research and they found out that it was a hundred percent real. And mm -hmm. so they decided that it, it was, it was great because they decided to have, you know, and, and she was thinking of so many different people when she was thinking about her doctors, she was yes. thinking about the kids, she was thinking about her husband and, and all of these folks, she was really, really intent that something great happened for them. And mm -hmm. so what, what did they award the family? Yes. Well, they had, once they got through on this interview, this is a letter that she wrote and it's for a Christmas wish program on the radio station. So if you go in, you submit a request. What she had requested was that her family, she first of all wanted to thank the new wife coming into the picture, taking on four boys. I mean, that's a big one. And the, and the youngest was two years old. And she had asked for them to all have a magical vacation, something that they could start new family memories as one unit and just enjoy each other's company and be together. So that was one magical trip, which they awarded a trip for that family to go to Disney World. And so they were able to come together and go on that trip. 
And then also she, she didn't stop there. Of course, like you said, she's, she's thinking of everybody she could possibly think of um, the doctors and nurses that took care of her in her final days. Um, she wanted them to have a fun night out with drinks and, you know, just help for, for help, thanking that those unsung heroes that were there as she made her transition to, to join heavenly father. So she was very, very thorough about what she wanted, very clear about what she wanted. And the radio station, uh, did, did they delivered, they delivered, they were able to provide both of those wishes for the, the family and for the nurses and doctors. And I really love that she pointed out the nurses and doctors, because I think, you know, when you are in your, when you're in the hospital, I mean, there's so much that goes wrong and you just feel crappy. And <laughs> these poor doctors and nurses are taking care of grumpy people that are just in pain day in and day out. And some of them might not be the most appreciative people. And so <laughs> it's, you know, so I'm really glad that they were able to get recognized. Um, the medical field these days and what they can do for someone that has fallen ill is astonishing to me. And I'm so, we're so lucky to have that, uh, those, those opportunities. They're quite literally, cause you're exactly right. They are angels. <laughs> They're angels among us. I was in the hospital one time I had that surgery and the nurse came in, it was nighttime and I was asleep and they would come in every hour, hour and a half, every two hours or whatever. And uh, I was sleeping and, and I woke up and uh, I said to her, I said, it must be really boring for you working this time of night because it's nighttime. Everybody's asleep. And she said, I got to tell you, you're the only person that's asleep on this entire floor. So oh even, even though it's late night and you, when it's two o'clock in the morning and you're not feeling well and you're grumpy and you did they have to come in with a smile on their face? That's yeah. I admire them greatly. They're 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 remarkable human beings. I could not agree more. I, I had a surgery myself. I had a, a total hip replacement four or five years ago. And, you know, for them to have to go in and the due diligence and the, all the medications and everything. And that was just for me. And my goodness, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I was, that was really great to see that appreciation come through on, on the doctors and nurses. And that was just part of who Brenda was. Yeah. Um, she was a caring, loving individual, and and she wanted the best for her family and her husband. And David has done a terrific job raising the kids. Um, and it's just it's a remarkable story all the way around. There is no there from my way of thinking. Now, yes, okay. The corner the 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 basis of the story is Brenda passed away. But all the good that came out of that is so remarkable that if that's if I got to pass away, that's the legacy that I would like to leave as well. That's it. And that, that's that's really, truly it's a legacy thing that that is exactly it. I was I was actually in Italy just a few weeks ago and telling this story and we are sitting around and this lady just is just sobbing. <laughs> She's just like, oh, my goodness. And I, she said, I'm so glad you told me. And I'm like, well, good, because you're crying again. <laughs> but, and then there were there were a couple gentlemen here. I've, I've talked to the strongest gentlemen I know, and they are breaking down on this story. But that's because it's, it's true. I think what makes it so special is it was an actual person, an actual true story. 
and a person that thought beyond themselves. And we could all do that more, I think. Oh yeah. You know, you know, one of the things that got me in about the video was, uh, as what radio stations will do is they will have a program and then they will go sell it to an advertiser and say, we've got this and we want to give it away. Will you fund that for us as, as part of their advertising campaigns and stuff. And one of the guys that came in and his company was funding the adventure to, I think to Disneyland or wherever they went. Uh, and he could hardly keep from breaking up. I don't know how many times they had to do his cut but i mean it's, it was it was remarkable yes and and to read the letter um colleen did a great job um so one of the announcers on this video she's she's reading through and she's reading the words of brenda and david's hearing them for the first time and so that that shock and awe mixed with that i have something for you this is a present for you this is my inspiration i'm leaving it and she she saw that legacy um Colleen uh, did a great job for what I, I would have never been able to get through that letter. Um, it's just so moving and inspiring and, and heart-wrenching all at the same time. But it's worth it's worth the watch. It's worth a box of tissues. I promise you that. <laughs> well, and if uh, I w- will tell you, if you watch, if you, when you watch the video, look for the person who has a full-time job of passing David tissues. That was, was all there. <laughs> Because, very true very true i mean i i was the same way when i watched it the first time and then of course when i'm writing um i felt like i was writing you know i did a lot of prayer and soul searching for you know how do i engage with brenda i've never met her how do i do this and, and so i i really had to as a woman as a, a mother myself think about what that would look like going through the experience, going through from finding out she had ovarian cancer to how am I going to tell my children? How are we going to get from day to day? And I'm not going to give up and I'm not going to do this. And I'm, but I'm going to do this. And, and the decisions she made in that journey and how she finally said, okay, God's telling me that I'm going to join him, but I want my family to be okay. That's where you know, trying to place yourself in that. That was, that was one of the hardest things to, to write. And one of the, the biggest challenges and one of the biggest rewards for me. Um, I mean, I, I was, there were many, many nights where I am just, <laughs> you know, just stopping <laughs> just as I'm writing, I'm just crying because I, 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 I'm imagining what that would be like in my own family. And it's very hard to, to address. But I can't imagine the strength that it requires. Yes. To be told in, I think it was December or January, that you have stage four ovarian cancer and that there is nothing that they can do for you in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And then to go and talk to your husband and family and then to live day to day knowing that your days are not only numbered, but they're numbered in, in not very big numbers. They're kind of short little numbers. Yeah. And, and, and to be able to, to do that and then to not be so consumed with yourself, but to be thinking about other people while you were going through that intense pain and all of that. She was a remarkable human being, and she was brought to us so that we could benefit from this story. I honestly and truly believe that. 
I couldn't agree more, Kevin. Um, it's been it's been moving for not only me but my family, but this community. Um, the every life that she has touched, people that she knows, people that she don't she doesn't know, um, she has truly changed for the better the, the world and inspired it. So it is amazing. We could all hope to be like that. That is a, a wonderful wish. And and I hope that I hope the good Lord grants that wish to everybody that desires it because I gotta tell you, and as I say at the end of the show, you haven't heard this yet, but I always say at the end of the show, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. And uh, that's my closing thing there. And I want to be, I, I'm going to put that on my tombstone um, when, when that day comes, because it's going to come for all of us. But it's important that we take care of each other and, um, and, to, and to, to love and respect uh, each other. And there's so little of that now. That's why this story is such, 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 did I say such a big deal to me? It, it really is. And Absolutely. uh I want to thank uh, Jackie Haley for being with us. We're going to sad that we're going to run out of time. I could spend another hour talking. Right? <laughs> um, thank you so much, Kevin. This has been such a joy to be on the show. It's, it's such a great way. And, and your talk show being positive and that inspiration that you're providing with all of the wonderful people you're talking to, that is really, truly inspiring for me. So I really appreciate the chance to be visiting with you today on this. Well, I'm, you're going to have to come back. Will you come back? I'd love to. Absolutely. Because you, you are, you are somebody that it's kind of like you won the lottery, but you really didn't because there's a lot of work that had to go into it and stuff. But, um, so I want to give you, we've got just a couple of minutes left in the program and I want to give you a minute to tell our audience, the ones that are listening now and the ones that will be listening in the future, anything that you would like them to know. Well, I want to say to everyone, there is a moment you can be inspiring. If you have that chance, do so. Pay it forward. Be inspired. Go, go chase that dream. Go see what you can do. And if you have a story in you, I would love to help you get that out on paper and share your message. You know, over 80% of Americans feel they have a book in them and that they can, that they can, they should publish it but they just don't know how to get started. And that's where my passion has come in. Not only being a writer myself and seeing my own stories unfold and realizing the success and the inspiration and the fun. I mean, the, my fiction novels, of course, are nothing like my nonfiction. It's, it's been fun to see how people react to your own stories and whether they're finding inspiration, education, um, entertainment value, whatever it is. And they're, they're seeing that. That's because of you. Sharing stories is a great way to inspire people, to help others move forward. And um, the clients that I'm working with, I help people write, publish, and market their first book. And so in that process, I'm hearing so many wonderful um, people out there that are from all over the world. I've worked with people in seven different countries and over 15 different states. And they either have a fiction story they've had in their mind all for 20 years, or they had this, I've had a plane crash survivor tell his memoir. I've had a leadership coach. I've got current congressmen and past congressmen that I've worked with and, and they're publishing their books. These are stories worth telling. We're going to run out of time, but I've got to, I've got to, I got to look you up because boy, have I got a story for you. Oh, I can't uh, wait to hear it. <laughs> 
And I want to thank everybody for being here. You've been listening to Positive Talk Radio. That's Jackie Haley. Your website again is? DreamToAuthor.com. DreamToAuthor.com. Thank you, everybody. And just remember, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Wednesday at 4. 